Welcome back to another edition of Talking Tigs. I'm your host, Scott Gerard. Joined tonight uh, for the, well, probably the, the 84th time, uh, Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger is the co-host. Uh, got a busy week of, uh, of LSU sports to get into. Uh, baseball had a sweep. Basketball almost had a sweep. But they did, uh, they did play well in the tournament and got themselves an eight seed in the big dance starting this weekend, actually. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a few other tidbits here and there. Some players earned some honors uh, and, uh, football's starting up. So, uh, there's that. And then, uh, there might be another solo player news out there. Somebody might've retired. I, I don't know. Football moves pretty fast these days. But before we get on all that, I want to check in with the co-host, see how you guys are doing. You know, it just started raining here. I don't know if it rained there for you guys like the last day or so, but it's raining here now. But it was beautiful all weekend, man. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish there was some football. Just go out and just watch it a like a patio somewhere. But baseball is baseball and basketball is pretty good. Looking forward to the uh, you know the the opening round this weekend. Yeah, the weather here has been really good too. Very cool, mild. Uh, just trying to appreciate it while we have it because I know give it give it maybe a month and a half or so, it's going to be probably blazing hot. So <laughs> yeah, I had a good weekend. Did a little bit of traveling, so that was nice to get out and see some sights other than the usual uh watch some crazy lsu games both on the court and uh i guess on the on the diamond so that was fun and uh, yeah excited to be here with y'all i've got another bracket planned uh filled out for later on not my tournament bracket but a um an lsu related one for later on in the program hope our fans enjoyed the one that we did last week i'm sure they did hey uh just really quickly daniel do you go any any place uh interesting or you see anything that you uh you wanted to mention i'm, I'm just curious where you if you went out of state or just local uh well i went to mobile with my girlfriend we went and visited tommy and uh his girlfriend there so that was a lot of fun so we had a little little outing um saw some sights and uh yeah that was pretty good had some good food and the weather was super nice uh, so hung out we watched the lsu basketball game against Arkansas at this like resort pretty much uh, outside of Mobile, which was a lot of fun. Right on. Uh, what was the resort called? Uh, that was the first time I'd been there. Tommy and, and his girlfriend showed to us. It's called the Grand Hotel in Fairhope, Alabama. It's pretty, I guess, I guess you could call it a resort, but yeah, golf courses. It's right like on the, the Mobile Bay um, and yeah, outdoor patio. We were, had a couple drinks, watched the game. It was good time nice i just want our listeners to know that wasn't a plug i was just curious where, where they got where they all met up uh, and it feels nice because uh my wife and i are looking to go somewhere this summer just for uh you know a few days always taking uh, uh recommendations but anyway uh glad to hear um looking forward to getting into this uh this lsu basketball stuff because man they had a good weekend really good showing at the tournament uh like i said they almost went three for three and I tell you what, they were one tip shot away from winning that SEC tournament, possibly. Uh, who knows if Trinidad Watford's shot would have gone in and that would have won it. But, um, man, what a game. Uh, just what a game against – well, I mean, they had a good game against Ole Miss. They had a, a really good game against Arkansas, which I expected, and uh, glad they got that. But the game against Alabama, I got to admit, I was, I was surprised and uh, just really impressed – and, you know, there's a little part of me that was like, where was this before? But I don't know, there was something. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but there's a little altercation before the game. Mm-hmm. If that might have had a little hand in that and the tires came out and played with a little fire in their belly. I thought it was going to go the other way. But, um, 
it did look like the two teams that played two games before where LSU lost by double digits, right? So I don't know, Tommy, man, um, I know it wasn't the end result we all probably wanted. And I, I certainly think the seating they got was a little unfair, but um, I guess that those five to one odds, the Tigers had to win the tournament were uh, I guess really generous or not fair, generous, but fair after all. Yeah. Uh, I was obviously, I think everyone who's been following LSU basketball this entire year would probably be pleasantly surprised. So I definitely was, I was excited. Felt like we were playing with house money after beating Arkansas Um, to come. I'm not even really that mad about the loss to Alabama. Of course I want to win. I feel like we should have. And uh, you can question the shot selection right at the end by Watford, but then how how does that tip not go in? I mean, you got to make that. So, but even still, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very, very happy with the performance and excited. I'm hopefully, um, yeah, you're right. You know, the seating probably of, uh, or the, the, no, you're right. The odds on the, the SC tournament will probably, you know, right on, right in line with, with LSU. Um, even though we kind of disagreed with it last week, um, right. But they sure <laughs> I know. I, I maybe maybe the odds makers knew something we didn't because um the track record of LSU this entire season does not show that they would come, you know, they would come within one shot of winning the whole thing. No. But that's how it is. And and maybe we're hot, maybe we're hot right at the right time, and uh we can take on St. Bonneville. Yeah, um, and Tommy doesn't have enough respect for the other team to say their right name. Hashtag say their name. What is it? St. Bonaventure. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the basketball was fun to watch. I actually didn't get to watch the Alabama game. I was bummed about it. I was driving back home, and so I was listening to it on the radio. I was trying to my best not to swerve off the side of the road at the very end, like mm-hmm. gripping the steering wheel. Um, and when, when I heard him, like, put it up, and then, like, oh, it goes back in, and then, like, it's no good, and the game is over. I just kind of deflated. But just to, to keep it in the running until the very end was, was a big improvement over the past two games, you know, uh, where we got beat by, like, 30 in the first one and, like, 15 in the second. And just to beat Arkansas, who we had dropped both of the ones in the regular season two, is, is a big step up. Um, so we we showed that we can play with the top teams in the SEC, and hopefully we can kind of keep that momentum going um, against uh, these teams in the tournament. But, yeah, uh, LSU ended the season on, I guess, a pretty hot streak for the most part, and which is good given the, the struggles we saw kind of about two-thirds of the way in. Yeah, and I, I think, uh, you know, people can – maybe start to put to bed some of these, uh, I don't know, I guess, like like we were talking about, you know, is Will Wade seed hot after the season if they don't finish properly or whatever. I mean, even before the tournament, though, just looking at some of the stats, like the fact that the Tigers made a like a three or four seed, like three, three straight seasons that had not been done before. I mean, LSU um, made its first tournament, SEC tournament final since 1993. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hadn't even won a game in the past four years. We lost our first game in the last three SEC tournaments. That's crazy. Um, Did he, I heard him in an interview say something else where it was like, over the past three or four years, LSU has the most wins out of any SEC team or something? 30, 39, yeah. Yeah, yeah. total wins. Yeah, yeah so it's like it, we, we the fans all want more, but, you know, it's like he's slowly building something. It's just – it's taking – taking a while to materialize so it's it's kind of hard to notice slow progress but it's obviously there um like i said maybe this year the tournament will be different 
Now, I don't know too much about St. Bonaventure, but they have, they have a seated right, one right behind the other. So you think, all right, well, maybe we're pretty even. But, you know, they played in a completely different conference. And I, I don't, like, I don't even know how to compare the conference, really. You know, if it was a Pyre 5, I might be able to do some sort of base level comparison. But I, I really don't know. I'll have to do a little, what, little dig this week. What but conference are they in? They're in, like, the, is it the... They're the the Atlantic Ten, yeah, A Ten, Atlantic Ten, uh, yeah, Saint Bonaventure out of Saint Bonaventure, New York. I mean, usually that's their strongest sport in that conference. So I, you know, so they're um, in there with with VCU. Yeah, they smoked Dayton. Saint they smoked Saint Louis by eighteen in the championship, of the Atlantic Ten, and Saint Louis actually beat, lose yeah beat yeah. us at the early stage. Now that was the the, literally the first game of the season. Yeah, right? a lot has happened since then, but they seem pretty tough, I guess, for their their league i was looking at their stats they only allow like 60 points a game so pretty tough defensively which our lsu strategy is like just to pour on the points and hope we can hold them off at the end um so they'll see how we kind of butt heads there i guess is, is the main thing whether our offensive firepower or their kind of defensive stoutness prevails although our defenses looked really good the past two games so yeah i i think that uh this LSU team is is it's still it's still the same team that we've watched you know the whole season as far as like Daniel said the uh, relying on the offense relying on Cam Thomas relying on these scores and and uh, but if you watch that Alabama game you know that was a different uh, trend in Watford than we've seen his entire time here. Um, and that's not even an understatement <laughs> right. or no that, no that is an understatement uh he he was yeah i think he had 30 points which is like his most his most career points ever and uh that was great to see because that's that's the five star we thought we were getting the whole time um obviously cam is great javante is great but uh i i still think that yeah daniel i think you're right like lsu's gonna live or die by their offense but they're I think they've improved over the past four games. And um I think the line right now is LSU minus one. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think I might like the Tigers by more than one point. Yeah, they say those eight versus nine are coin flips, uh 50-50 pretty much, uh, which is kind of tough to see your LSU Tigers put as a coin flip against the St. Bonaventure Bonnies. Uh, but maybe they're that good. LSU's 12 and one when they uh, score 80 or more. So yeah, if we can hit that mark, I feel like we're pretty safe. I think that uh I think that we're miss I think we're miss misranked, misseeded in this tournament. I think that LSU, I think this LSU team, if we got, it's kind of like the, the, uh, this college football playoff uh, committee, you know, they'll wait late season games more than, than the first games of the season. I feel like if they waited LSU's past two weeks, a lot uh, like heavier than, than their, you know, first, whatever part of the season, I feel like we should, we'd probably be seated a little bit better than we are now. Yeah, I mean, we just beat Arkansas, who's a three seed, and then we, and we nearly beat we Alabama, who's beat a two Alabama. seed. So yeah. if we had won that game, we would probably would have been a six or a five, something like that. So it's just tough that we didn't quite get that break. Yeah, but do you think we still would have been, you know, in the same same like bracket? The because if that was the case, then I don't know. At least this way, it sets up to where we're not going to have to play Alabama until 
you know, if it were to go to that, you know, we wouldn't have to play them because that's that's what I didn't like is the fact that okay, we got to play Alabama again. I mean, you're going to have to play some other SEC team no matter what because there's so many SEC teams in the tournament. But it was just the fact that you know, just Alabama was the just you know the Achilles foot all season long, and then we finally get to the point where we can almost beat them, and then oh, you just couldn't. It's a great moral victory. You know, we I think we all felt better about the team's chances even after a loss, but you know, it was just a good loss. But, like, to have to face them again, it's like, oh, my God, I feel like they just gave them everything they had in that game, and then they lost by one. So, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe it be different in the tournament, but to have to face them again is just, oh, my God, do we have to? You know, like, well, I, I kind of want to play them again. You do? I, 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 nah, I'd say let's let's save it for next year. Let's let's beat the pants off of Iona or something. Well, yeah, of course, if you can get, if you can get like, the easy draw, then sure. But right. – I, I think that I think Alabama's tough, but I, I don't think they're unbeatable. And I, I mean, if you watch, like I said, if you watch that game on Saturday, like you know that Al, LSU, I think outplayed them the whole game. And mm-hmm. it was, I mean, it was back and forth, but I think LSU was the better team. And I think that, um, I think that we have the, the like they've got Petty, who's you know very dynamic for them, but. There, I feel like LSU has the more star power, and and Alabama is much more of like a well a, a well oiled like team machine. Um, sure. so I feel like you know if LSU if if we have two if we play anybody and we have Cam and Trendon Watford or Cam and Javante or Javante and Trendon Watford just go off and 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 have really incredible games, I feel like we can play we can beat anybody. Um, now I will say. Uh, also, my my uh, my theory about Darius Days I think is proven to be correct again because Darius Days is playing very well, played very well in the whole tournament, and LSU played very well in the tournament. So there's that. There's that. I mean, we got a pretty stiff test against Michigan if we even come out against St. Bonaventure though, having to face yeah. them. Well, no, yeah. they had they they you know they're missing like one of their best players. Since when though? Like, did they just lose him in the? Uh... The they lost game. him. They lost him before their um, before their tournament, and that's how. And they lost to Ohio State. Oh yeah, Isaiah Livers, who's their or Livers. I don't know exactly how you pronounce it, but they are their second um, highest score and number one minutes per game guy. So uh, he's a forward for them, which would be tough. Maybe Trent Watford can have a big game there with a mismatch on the post, which would be cool. I don't know what I don't know what got into Trent Watford again before that game on Saturday. But that yeah. is a different player. Although although I didn't mention it to the person who was listening to the game with me against Alabama, I was like, Trent Watford always chokes his free throws when he has to. And he was like three for seven and he missed the one, which would have tied us up uh, 80 to 80 um at the end i was like no i just you just knew it was gonna happen I, I i don't even care about that i care more about his strange like very very long i don't even think it was a three-pointer i think it was just a long two that he took that that was almost airballed and set up the uh the tip i don't i didn't understand that one yeah i don't know i i was gonna say do you and i i think you already know the answer is like do you guys think that that's really what will they drew up I know. Well, I, I mean, they almost lost the ball. Yeah. It's bad inbound inbound, inbound pass. Um, I think that the, the one criticism I'd have of, 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 it seems like with, with Will Wade's teams and we've said it before. So, you know, and I, but we don't have it. We don't have a traditional point guard. It's been said, 
Now, Will Wade got, uh, he got kind of, this guy asked him, to, asked him like a similar question. It's like, you don't really have a good guard or something like that. And Will Wade went off on him saying, no, we got two of the best guards in the country. But I think what the guy was trying to say and, and what I think is true is we don't have a true point guard. And when, since we don't, when we don't have a true point guard, we end up playing through one player. And it happened to be Watford was having a great game. And he said, okay, we're going to play through me. And they did, and it's and it gave us thirty points, but it also ends up that yeah, you have a bad bad inbound pass, and so it probably breaks up the play, whatever they had drawn up, and so Watford just says, all right, well I'm hot, I'm going to take it, and and that's what you get. So I, I do wish that we had more of a uh, you know field general type point guard to really set up to who could who could take the ball and say okay like well we, our plays whatever we drew up was messed up but we're gonna go into something else because they had a, they had time it was not like a last second thing mm-hmm. it wasn't like he had a second on the clock you just gotta throw it up they had time right. to not necessarily set up something but they right. could, he, he didn't have to just throw it up they well they had time to miss two shots basically exactly yeah <laughs> and all those get a third in right um, so what, what about this though? Cause they, there is, so, but here's the thing is you, you would think though, cause you know, uh, Will Wade's, you know, played, played some other guys before. I mean, the, the fans love it when Parker Edwards comes in, but like, there's nobody else, I guess there's nobody else on the bench. Otherwise he'd have gone to it. Right. Like Jalen, I, I remember him bringing Jalen cook in, you know, like games ago uh, and he looked good, but then I don't know that was it. You know, there's just, that. I don't know. He hasn't been. I guess featured too much, or at least he's not like that. He's not that guy. So I think I agree with you. That's probably what that guy meant to say, but he didn't word it right. And I think he owned up to it, but uh, yeah. Like if he said, you don't have like, uh, like what we were talking about, like Tremont waters or like a, you know, a Chris Jackson type. Could you imagine if they had that, this, this would be, you know, I think we'd have had Alabama three Oh this year. If that mm-hmm. was so, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's just the way it is this year. And uh, whoever's hot, that's that's where it goes through. So we'll see. Well, let's see who's hot Saturday, because uh, the Tigers will play at what is it, I believe twelve, uh, right? Well, yeah, one one Eastern, but okay. yeah, twelve Central on TNT. That's right. Um, so I don't know. Oh, by the way, did you guys fill out your brackets already or no? I got mine done. Tommy has not. I have not filled out mine. Oh. Um, yeah, nor I. Um, I'll, I'm sure I'll do several, but I'll have the Tigers in the Final Four in one of them. I was disappointed. I asked Daniel. I said he said he filled out his. I said, "Oh, so did you did you do it with the Warren Buffett thing?" And he was like, "Oh, they don't do that anymore." I thought they did that every year. No, it was only like a one time thing. I think for like the billion dollars or whatever it was, and then I thought he did that every year. Warren couldn't expose himself to that type of liability every year. I, I well, isn't like the perfect bracket like a one in one billion chance or something it's more than a billion because otherwise it would be a plus ev play for the players and warren's not making that type of bet they had there was only one dude i think that make it made it to the sweet 16 right like there was only one guy that even oh yeah i think it was like a million to make it like to the sweet 16 and like a billion for like the perfect bracket so he got the million dollars i think so that could be they i think what they did is they said hey we'll give you a million now like buy him out kind of oh and he didn't he did he not take it I think oh, he did. Cool. Oh, he did. Okay, good. Yeah. Hey, if you did, if you did take, if you got the million dollars, come on the podcast. Right. <laughs> Tell me about that. 
Oh, we, we can find him, I'm sure. Does he uh, have any left? Probably not. Yeah, I think, I think they're getting worried. Like, oh, my God, this guy's got a perfect record. We didn't expect <laughs> that. Uh, hey, tell you what, we'll give you a million dollars now. Let's make a deal. Uh, you know, I, I think he was smart to do because I don't think he got it. It's like that, that. The, like, uh, what's the show called? Oh, it's Let's Make a Deal with Howie yeah. Mandel. Yeah. Exactly. The, the cases the banker calls. Yeah. The, you know what <laughs> was kind of weird? The banker always scared me because he was just a silhouette. I would, yeah. I would like they would flash up to him, and I was always kind of scared of like, who is he? Why doesn't he show his face? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the guy that you really got to be scared of. Um, but uh, moving on, unless you guys had something else with uh, with basketball, no. Yeah, I wanted to touch on this LSU baseball sweep, um, and man, what a sweep it was against the uh, UT San Antonio team uh, who put up a good fight, man. Uh, LSU won the series 3-0, but they, they, they won Friday night fair and square, but they had to come back on uh, Saturday and Sunday. And man, those were both thrillers. They were both extra innings mm-hmm. too, right? So man, yeah, there's some jerseys that came off. Uh, I think Gavin Dugas had the, uh, the single on Sunday and um, who was it on Saturday? Thompson. Thompson. Uh, yeah, Kay Doty hit two home runs like during the game, and then Thompson hit the walk-off. Walk-off, that's right. Man, uh, I'd say you we were talking about his gorilla ball back. I don't know, but it's comeback ball. Comeback ball is definitely back. That's probably like the fourth I remember this season. Yeah, and I don't, and I, I, it's good. I'm glad we got glad, good, you know, good wins, gritty wins. We, like you said, we went to extra innings two nights in a row. What, uh, you know, late night baseball, especially on Saturday night. But I kind of wish it wasn't at the hands of the UTSA Roadrunners. Now they looked really good. That was a, that's a, that's a scrappy team. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into, uh, Mississippi State this weekend, I think, is opening SEC play. Uh, I'd prefer to be a little bit more, you know, soundly beating these teams. Yeah, Mississippi State is ranked number three in the country, so at least we got the home series to open it up. Um, so if we, I mean, if we can take two out of three, or you win a series in the SEC, you're pretty happy with that. Um, but it was it was tough, exciting baseball to watch against UTSA. Uh, and you're talking about the Gorilla Ball. Uh, I saw this thing on Twitter yesterday. LSU leads the country in home runs. Uh, with 33 and yeah which is pretty cool and it's the most they've had like through this stretch of the season since like 2009 or so say since 09 yeah when they were just vomiting it all day and they won that they won omaha Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's it's uh it's good though because be what was happening was you know they would get into this situation especially that that series last weekend against oral roberts where the offense looked great in the midweek games then come on the weekend you know, they had one, well, I mean, they, they traded just, uh, you know, upended games with the Oral Roberts, but then the rubber game, the offense just, you know, it just didn't really show up. At least this weekend it showed up and it showed up at the, even if it was the very last minute, uh, but it was, it was awesome. Like that's, they're winning so many games in so many different ways this early in the season. Hopefully it just works to their metal, you know, and just can work for them towards the, the end of the season when the, you, you got to find a way to get way, win games somehow you know you they can't all be uh 12 to 5 home wins against your you know division rivals so uh i don't know i'd say pretty good as long as again as long as the you know the staff stays healthy the pitching staff stays healthy and they use them correctly which you know i, I think they're doing you know you saw um 
a bad outing last weekend against Oral Roberts with Jaden Hill, but then he came back this time and threw, what was it, six scoreless innings? Yeah, six shutout innings. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you want to see. You know, that's, what, that's what makes it much easier to say, all right, last weekend was a fluke. Forget about it. You know, so... Um, yeah, and I and I think another positive that can be taken is from this is just that, like you said, some because just because you're playing 12, 13 innings, like so many people are going to get. We had a lot of pinch hitting, we had a lot of bullpen activity. I saw a lot of freshmen playing, a lot of younger guys. I know on Sunday, um, the backup catcher started. He looked good. I liked him. Uh, he had a lot of energy, which which I like to see. Uh, so. I feel like it is good. Like I said, it's not what you want. I wish that we were just crushing, you know, them seven to nothing and quick game, but uh, getting a lot of experience is going to be good because we want our team to be as deep as possible. We want them to be as ready to go as possible. Yeah. Cause I mean, you don't even want to say it, but like you got your three guys on your rotation and what if like one of them goes down with an injury or something, we've seen that in the past with LSU baseball in the past couple of years. And they start like trying to fill in those gaps. You're like, who do we even start here? That's when you have the games where like you're pitching like four innings and then you've got somebody else in there. Cause you don't, don't know what to do in that situation, but uh, hopefully they can just keep on rocking with uh, what they got now. And not even an injury, but just like, I, I want, I want, I'm glad that, the, you know, the random freshman in middle infielder who's probably not going to play much at all this season has gotten some some sw- meaningful swings in a college baseball game on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, you know, it, when the game is on the line, when the tensions are a little bit high, because who knows, there might become a time when we need a bat to come in and pinch hit against, against Alabama, against Mississippi State or Arkansas. And, you know, whereas that guy probably wouldn't have gotten anything that's when they're going to call you. Yeah, that's that's when they call me in. I'll play. Hey, if Trey Morgan, if he wants to take the day off, I'll play a mean first base. I can snag it. Can you can you hit hit like him though? I think he had like well, the he, highest batting average of. <laughs> he did until this weekend. I think he went zero for four on uh, Sunday. Right. Well, he was he was tearing it up. Yeah, he was batting like three ninety three. And what's up with this guy? This pitcher, money. Yeah, he's he's pretty he's pretty wild. Blake Money, <laughs> Blake Money looks like wild there. No, he looks like uh, Kenny Powers. Yeah, I was about to say he looks like Kenny Powers. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, like you said they get in the meat of the schedule coming up here. So it was it was good to get that series sweep. You got some more midweek games. Uh, you know, I guess a chance to iron out everything else. You know, rest rest some guys hopefully. But um, yeah, just I think they're hitting their stride, which is good. We got a long season, um, and I don't know. That was that was probably it, Paul. That was about it for baseball, too, right? What you got? What you got? Oh, nothing. I was showing Tommy the no. stat, like stolen bases. Gavin Dugas is one for four on stolen base attempts. So this guy might need to kind of cool it off on the base pass. <laughs> He's getting gunned at second every game. <laughs> oh yeah, Trey Morgan six for six. I was going to say that. Keep running. And Dylan Cruz is five for six. So that's uh-huh. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder though if. Uh, I bet a lot of those are pass balls. Remember, remember that game where he basically won on pass balls. I think it was against Oral Roberts. It was against a, it was against a little team, and mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was Tech. The, the 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 second or third game against Tech, we just we scored probably six runs on pass balls. Right. Uh, well, yeah, and I think that'll just about do it for us on baseball. The only thing is that today, starting like right now. Uh, LSU is taking on Southeastern as the last tune-up game before ah. Mississippi State this weekend. They're playing 
Did it already start? Yeah, I think it – well, I don't know if it actually already started, but it was a 6.30 first pitch. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pitching right now. Yeah. We, we ushered that one in. Uh, so there really wasn't any football news this week other than, you know, I guess the big news that came out of New Orleans just uh, just an hour east of y'all is Drew Brees' retirement. Uh, retirement announcement. He left people hanging forever thinking they might come back for one more season. I thought he might, but uh, apparently – Apparently he's done and uh, Saints wasted no time in giving, do you see that Taysom Hill got a four year extension for 140 million? Well, that's what they say, but it's actually like, it's actually not because it's going to be a four year deal, but he's not going to, he's, he's only going to get one year of it. It's a one. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's like a, it's like a fake deal. Everybody was freaking out about it, but he's only going to be good. He's only going to get one year of it. And they, re- they re-signed Jameis for a year, too. Yeah. So. All right, well, game on for that position, right? But I, and, and then they just dealt uh, – who did they just de- – they just they just traded the guy to the Jaguars, like today, the D-lineman. They cut a bunch of people. They cut Quan Alexander, Janoris Jenkins, yep. both tight ends, Jared Cook and Josh Hill. Um, probably some more than I'm not thinking of. They're supposed to let they Trey They just Henderson. traded Malcolm Brown. Oh yeah, which people are saying is freeing up cap space for something. So maybe they're going to make a move. Well, I don't know if y'all saw that the Patriots were spending like a gazillion dollars. They were like buying up every free agent. Oh really? Um, yeah. I don't remember all who they had, but I saw they spent like two hundred million like on the first day of free agency, like in new contracts. Wow! <laughs> I know they got uh, they picked up Devon Gacho. Oh, LSU guy. Yep. Oh, and and uh, Jalen Mills from the Eagles went there too. Two LSU guys. Nice. Um, we kind of got away from Drew Brees, though. Um, but yeah, it's it sad to see after what, like, sixteen years in New Orleans, something like that. Mm-hmm. For people like me and Tommy's generation and younger, he basically is like the Saints, like to us. Hard right. to even like remember a time for before, before that. Drew Brees. It was basically like Deuce McAllister. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I, I only remember him. I can't really remember much about deuce i just remember that he was a thing oh deuce McAllister. he was he was a good saints player but yeah all the memories of like actually like remembering saints games is always drew Brees. yeah and like that brought the hype like back to new orleans where like we can actually play football again and like kind of re-energize the city everybody says like in the wake of katrina and whatnot mm-hmm. but it was just something to rally around because like oh we can actually play and like we had drew Brees as like reggie bush like the first kind of wave of every henderson yeah um and so great memories obviously probably top five i don't think you can argue against that quarterback of all time hard to say he's the goat when you still got tom brady winning super bowls but uh he'll definitely be first ballot hall of famer and uh great guy for new orleans yeah yeah Uh, did you guys have like a favorite memory or like game i mean obviously the super bowl would be you know an easy go-to but I mean, that guy's got so many records, so many awesome games. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I could really pick a favorite. I guess uh, the, the way you could look at all of it is he was, he was successful. He was good. He, he, he was humble, though. He, he knew he had some shortcomings, no, no pun intended. But he, he knew, you know, he, you could tell on his face in some games where he just, you know, he didn't feel like he, he did his best. But, like, when he was up on that stage holding that Super Bowl trophy – you could just see it in his eyes, like, thank you. 
thank you. This is for you, New Orleans. You know, that was that was kind of like their whole motif afterwards. And it was it was awesome. He was he was good for the city, like you said, not just the team, but the city. So uh, grateful for his uh, his time here. And now uh, now he passes the torch to somebody else. So we'll, we'll see who that is. Um, one of these one one deal one year deal guys. Um, but uh, I don't know, Daniel, I think it might be time for for your bracketology. Uh, what, what you got for us? Yeah, so with this, in the spirit of March Madness, we did the bracket last week, and I got another one this week. It's actually uh, not basketball-related, since we talked about that to some extent. Y'all might like this one. It's going to be favorite LSU football player of the 2010s. Wait, is it favorite or best? It's going to be favorite. So that could... So the podcast's favorite, then? Well, I mean, you're going to vote on your personal oh, favorite. Oh, personal, okay. Um, and then we're going to, I think we're going to do it like we did last time. You and Scott will vote, and then I will break the tie if necessary. Uh, same thing, one through eight. I tried to seat them as best I could from my outsider's perspective and also kind of keep the positions fairly even so we didn't have, like, all quarterbacks or, like, all whatever. Okay. Yeah. So uh, going into it, you might have guessed the number one seed. Uh, that's Joseph Burrow, 2018 to 2019 uh against number eight seed arden key uh 2015 to 2017 so <laughs> arguably the best defensive end for lsu uh in the 2010s i'm surprised i'm surprised daniel gave burrow the one seed though. yeah i thought he was in it's a biased committee <laughs> i don't know i think i gotta i gotta go with uh joey b on this one yeah it's burrow it's not even close all right, we got Joe, Joe Burrow taking it. Uh, number, uh, we got the four and the five. Number four seed, Devin White from 2016 to 2018 against uh, Mr. Darius Geis, 2015 to 2017. <laughs> what? How is he even in here? <laughs> I kind of consider leaving him off, and I was like, eh. <laughs> You're like, his off-the-field pr- production might be deplorable, but his on-the-field production st- speaks for itself. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I don't want to be canceled, so I'm gonna go Devin White. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna have to agree with Tommy here and go with uh, the uh, the, the Buckus uh, Award winner, the, the Super Bowl Award champion. Yep. All right, I, I completely understand that one. <laughs> okay, so now going down to the, the lower half of the bracket, we got the number two seed Leonard Fournette versus the number seven seed Jamal Adams. They played the exact same year, 2014, 2016. Mm. Right. I thought you said you were going to try and keep the position similar. No, I meant like I was trying to distribute them so we didn't have like I all know, the oh, same. Well, I know, but still. That one's – I mean, I want to go with with, uh, with playoff Lenny, but um, I don't know. I'd say – Small Adams, man. He was, <laughs> he was, he was different though. He, uh, you know, the, I don't know. The, Tommy, why don't you go first? I'm still- the interesting thing about this matchup is that this is a matchup that's also come up in real life. Remember uh-huh. when they were chirping at each other on Twitter? Because uh, they used to be like best friends, and they kind of have like a little falling out. Yeah, yeah. Time. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Jamal. Upset alert. Uh, I think like Leonard Fournette. I, I enjoyed watching him play in the playoffs. That was fun, and I'm glad he's you know having a good having a good renaissance of his career but i just feel like he's his he is not mature uh my view of him has gone down over the years i remember when when he was coming to lsu and, and we were so excited he was gonna he's the best player ever read, rated ever by rivals or 247 all that he was gonna be the transcendent running back and i just feel like he kind of 
I don't want to say he underperformed, but he, he didn't live up to expectations because, you know, Derrick Henry won the Heisman. He never, he, he was, you know, barely contended for one. He, he, had, he had great, he had great moments. He had iconic moments, but I think Jamal might've been just the better over or better overall player. Maybe Jamal Adams is an, an electric and, and again, this is your favorite player. Yeah, he's my favorite. Yeah, best. so he's my favorite. That's Jamal. All right. Well, if it's strictly just down to favorite, I guess I would go with uh, Leonard Fournette. All right. So I got to break the tie, and uh, I'm going to disappoint Tommy. I got to go with Lenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, three big years at LSU, tore it up. Heisman finalist. Heisman. Leonard uh, strikes the pose his freshman year and moves on to the semifinals. Strikes the pose and then ruins his Heisman chances yeah, in his first game. All right, it's been chalk so far. Uh, in the last matchup, we got number three seed Tyran Matthew, 2010 to 2011, against the number six seed Odell Beckham Jr., 2011-2013. Badger. Yeah, I, I got to go Badger, man. I know, it's, I know we could him and Hall with this one, but – uh just favorite player badger yep all right so back up to the top uh mr joe burrow versus his former teammate devin white Uh, burrow yeah burrow all right he's an icon devin white's amazing i love devin white um you know but but burrow is lsu now Burrow to the finals, and then so we got Leonard Fournette versus Tyrant Matthew in the other half. Ooh, them Nola boys. Two people from the same Two high Saint school. Two St. Aug. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just the production of them. Two Heisman. Wait, no. Yes, two Heisman finals. Yeah, two Heisman finals. For a second, I was like, did Matthew actually make the Heisman final, or finals? And yeah, he did. He did. No, but did Fournette. I didn't think he was uh... – Yeah, he, he did the same year that, that Henry won because – They he gave was... him that consolation prize when he 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 had the Heisman trophy like in, his, in the back of his car for 12 weeks and then lost it. Because <laughs> he had like 30 yards against Bama or something that yeah. year. And Derrick Henry ran all over us. Yeah, well, then the, he didn't do well the, the other game after that either against Arkansas, so it just – yeah, I just I just didn't know if he was even invited, which he, he should have been though, because he it was in his back pocket until then. So anyway, um, it's uh, Lenny against Tyran. I'm gonna go with uh, Badger. Yep, Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew to the finals. Can he take down Joe Burrow in the finals? What y'all think? And again, this is best and not or no favorite and not, not best. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's why I had to make it like favorite because otherwise it would just be Joe Burrow like automatically. Yeah, like, he's the best. Yeah, man, I I gotta I I'm gonna go with the uh, the upset. Me too. I'm going Badger. Yeah, Tyron Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> he's a Louisiana guy. You can't you can't have a guy. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. He's not my he, like Joe Burrow is is he's 99.9, but Tyron Matthew gets a hundred for me. Yeah, I, I think I agree there. That's a good one. I kind of saw it come from the three spot up to take it down, but I'm surprised he wasn't the two seed. Well, I guess I did the the seating is more on like the on field production uh, than like the the like who my favorites and were. Also, like, I think a little um, a little omission, Patrick Peterson. Well, he didn't play in 2010s. Yeah, he did. Did he? he? Yeah, he left it. His last season was 2010. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, an omission by the committee. Uh, well, but that's if he like if if. Like if he played in a 2010 bowl game, but then he was drafted in 2010, then, then no. 
Oh, yeah, 2010 was his last year. Okay, so um, he could have got in there. But, I mean, one year of production, I don't know if that really counts. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it might. And anyway. I, tried to, I tried to do the position, so, like, I would have probably had to bump Tyran for uh, Patrick Peterson oh, at yeah. the corner position. Well, guys, speaking of, I guess there was one big, uh, bit of news. Um, Maurice Hampton? Yeah. Yeah. We lost a player from two teams with that one – silly transfer entrance wow i don't know and it's like it's weird because he i don't know it's like you think all right if football wasn't here then it would be time but he was just starting baseball season and he just up and left everybody i don't know do you think it was something behind the scenes or just something uh with his playing i, I don't know i don't i don't know i feel like i feel like it's if you you know his production just hasn't been there. And I think he, I think he probably sees that he sees that he's going to be, I think he'll be definitely buried on the depth chart in football. Um, as far as the safeties go with the number, with the two top safeties in the country coming into this recruiting class. Um, and then the fact that even, even without the, with the safety being a position of need last year, he didn't, we didn't see him on the field much. You know, we saw a lot of Todd Harris. We saw a lot of, uh, if I think even Flott played a little bit of safety, but you didn't see a lot of Maurice Hampton. And then on the baseball side, um, you did see him a little bit to start this season, but it, he just wasn't, um, he wasn't the stud that kind of, that everybody thought he'd be. And so, well, he, yeah, I mean, Maneri was asked about it. And I, I think the, the difference is there's a gap because he was, you know, finishing up with football where the guys were, you know, doing baseball fall work and he was just, you know, like, you know, he was just behind. There was just a, I don't want to say a talent gap, but like maybe just a baseball performance or just, you know, conditioning gap or, or something of that nature. You know, he it's, just, he, development. He was in a, behind in development. It's incredibly hard to be a two sport athlete. And especially nowadays when everything is 365 and, you know, football does not stop baseball doesn't stop basketball doesn't stop yeah it's like you were saying earlier that the football players are practicing right now They're practicing right now yeah. like as baseball is going into like sec play baseball hasn't even started their like their real season starts on saturday and football is already starting true practices mm -hmm. and and they've been going with their fourth quarter program for over a month now so uh it, it's incredible yeah it's incredibly difficult um i don't even know if like I'm trying to think of the most recent two sport, like baseball, football athlete, who's been like a big time player. And I think it might be Jameis Winston. And he only played, I think one year for FSC baseball. Yeah. The last for LSU was what, like Chad Jones or Jared Mitchell. Yeah. Um, and, and Winston was mostly like a reliever, I believe, wasn't he? And he played a little bit of, I, I remember watching him play a little bit outfield, but yeah, I think yeah. he mainly I, pitched. I, I, yeah, I don't think like I don't think he was a like, he wasn't a starter. He wasn't a like a starting position player. But I mean, still, he, you know, he, he was there for the practices and the games. I'm guessing. So yeah, he he played. But oh, I do I, think I, it would be more difficult for a guy like Hampton, who is slated to be you know he's slated to be like a center fielder, and so he's got to hit. He's got to be able to field, and he's also trying to be a football player. Whereas if he was a like you said, if he was like a reliever, if he was a a, a pitcher, um you might have it, it, the development. He could just hang out and kind of, you know, almost do the development mitts during the season. Yeah. yeah. But there's only nine, but there's only, I guess, nine spots, you know, for mm -hmm. him to even compete for. Whereas yeah. on in the, in the bullpen, you could compete the whole, you know, whatever, like whenever you need me, call me. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like in the, I only need you for uh, two outs. Yeah. You know, just come in and throw some gas for the next <laughs> – you can get a quarterback to do that. Uh, but I do remember not, now that I think about it, um, not your traditional two-sport, but, you know, there's been a few uh, LSU football guys that also played on the track team, like Trendon Holiday. I think he was right around the same time as – Harry uh, Vincent recently. Harry, yeah, and, um, and so did uh, Dante – was it Dante Jones? No. Uh, he – cornerback uh, he played with uh he plays with carolina now dante jackson jackson sorry oh, yeah, i know getting, like, jones is you said chad jones earlier that's what i meant dante jackson uh also ran track um but and there's actually a, a, a individual track guy that uh he is said uh you know he tied a world record i think in the ncaa's um what you got uh, Never mind. Oh, I, Dana was looking up to. I thought DJ, so DJ Uwe Ungale, you know, the court, the Clemson quarterback, I heard he was going to play baseball for Clemson. Well, yeah, he's supposed to be. I mean, apparently he throws like 95, like as a pitcher. And I was looking, he's got no stats so far this season. So he hasn't even made an appearance. But he's on the roster. I, I guess. Um, and then, well, kind of lost my take. Uh, well, <laughs> He may play baseball. <laughs> Cold take. Fair enough. Uh, so, what else we got, guys? Or was that uh, was that pretty much it for this episode? That's all I got. What about you, Scott? I think that's all I got. Um, unless there's a score update, I'm checking on that. Um, but other than that, yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, just kind of looking forward to the the tournament this week. Hoping to see LSU you know, hold their own in the, in the, in the big dance and hopefully see LSU baseball take this, uh, this first conference series. Yep. Excited for Saturday, LSU basketball in the game. They, they played two days back to back. They play on Sunday if they win. So uh, that's exciting. So check your uh, calendars. Yeah. yeah. Or the 16 seed in unlikelihood. Yeah. Michigan. And it's, it's, it's going to be really weird to see how this works all in the same city. And it's going to be like their own little bubble. Uh, it's not the same old venue of obviously, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't, I don't know how, what they're going to do with the like fans and how that's going to look. Cause you know, I don't know if all these people can go to the same city. Uh, you know, normally it's, you know, it's regional, it's all over the country and some people can travel some places, others can't. So I don't know. It's going to be different, but at least they're doing it. You know, they didn't cancel right before they started last year. So uh, I think this tournament's going to be uh, going to be fun to watch. Definitely. All right. Well, if that does it for all of us, then uh, I think that's uh, that's it for this episode of Talking Tigs. Tune in next week. We're going to have LSU's first weekend, hopefully uh, two wins talking about and another weekend to go there. And then maybe uh, some good news on this LSU baseball series as they open SEC play and anything else that might come out, especially out of that gosh darn transfer portal. <laughs> so until next week, uh, we will uh, talk to you then and stay safe, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you next time on Talk to you.